Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. Let's do this. All right. Welcome, everybody, to this episode of Dad Bod History. We are doing another uh, best movies of the 90s this time. So last uh, month for Dad Bod After Dark, we did best movies of the 80s. This time we're doing best movies of the 90s. And we have a couple of extra guests for us tonight. Uh, First off is uh, Randy, who is... uh, just a, a super fan for dad bod history. And uh, he gently asked uh, Cameron and I to, if he could come on. And, and so we happily invited him. You know, that's uh, not the story I heard in private that's text the messages. Story, that's the story that I'm putting out there. Strong arm, and, withholding paychecks, that kind of yeah. stuff is what you I know, heard. Yeah. <laughs> my, my job is at stake. <laughs> the yeah. trick is if you want something bad enough, you ask about it three times a day for two or three months until it happens for you. You know, I just, spoken into existence so i'm yeah. uh, really happy to be here i am a huge fan so uh i'm excited it's like christmas morning thanks randy awesome. we're happy to have you on and and i think for this episode specifically i think it's right up your wheelhouse um so i think it's gonna be really fun to to get your take on this and then uh our other guest tonight is terrence we've had him on before and uh terrence is the owner content creator producer star of Capitans TV uh Terrence how you doing man I'm good uh and, and in contrast to Randy I was begged to come on here and I was just like you know maybe Ooh. I'll come on <laughs> no, 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 no. we're gonna take all that sponsorship no, money to no. pay Terrence yeah. no. no I'm kidding I'm kidding no I, I had a, a great time last time and I was happy to come back this time it's so funny because uh Terrence and my wife were friends from college and my wife the other day goes uh, so is Terrence going to be on your show? I'm like, that's news to me. I had no idea. So um, apparently, Eric, you asked him um, to come on and, and Terrence, we're happy to have you on. It's going to be fun. Good time. And then as always, we have Eric, Jeff and Cameron on. Uh, and before we get rolling on on uh, the 90s movie night, um, let's, uh, you guys have any stories over the week? Any stories from the dad front, so to speak? I, so I just son, feel like I'm a, oh, in a race ahead, against time in, uh, you know, for the weather is about to turn any day now in Phoenix. You know, it was actually cold today, probably 60 degrees. And I just feel like I'm running <laughs> out of time before it gets super hot. So every day it's kids, let's go outside. Kids, let's go to the park. You know, let's yeah. go on a hike. Everything that we're trying to do is, is outside. And it's a great time of year because our TV hasn't been on hardly at all. Um, except for me doing uh, research for this show. And really, that's the only reason you should need the TV on is to research for this episode. Exactly. So that's good. Uh, Eric, anything for you? Yeah, so my son uh, had his birthday last week. And uh, for Christmas, so kind of a, a lead-in, for Christmas, my parents got him this, this little helicopter drone. Uh, so on Christmas Day, we took it outside, flew it. Within 10 minutes, it had gone over a house. It was gone disappeared oh no 
so for my son's birthday, they sent him the same thing. And I'm like, we're doing this differently. So after school uh, this week, I charged it in my classroom all day. And then we took it out to the field and flew it around. And then we took it to the gym, flew it around in there. And now he's gotten so good. He's flying it around in the house. And it's just a ton of fun. You know, it's like, A, obviously we didn't learn. Well, we learned from the first time, but uh, now he's flying it, you know, three different objects in the house. And it's just a ton of fun. So that's kind of a highlight. really excited about that. So as the oldest dad on the Dad Bob podcast, uh, my stories are a little different from yours. Um, my oldest daughter is going to Mexico to do a, a photo shoot for a wedding. My son is coming back after a five-month deployment on the USS Georgia, so he'll be back in the States here pretty soon. We're happy about that. And uh, my youngest child is pregnant, so um, there's a lot going on. What? But yeah, awesome. no one's... Wow. No one's flying helicopters or throwing fits over candy at my house. Those days are long gone. So enjoy well, that stuff. <laughs> well, well, your son doesn't get to, he doesn't have to play with the toys anymore. He gets to play with the big stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. Actual nuclear submarines. <laughs> and and true, there yeah. is a dad bod history magnet on the side of the Georgia, correct? Yeah. Uh, there will be soon. I couldn't ship it to him while he was out and about. Um, there's one on my diplomacy. truck and there's one on the fridge. I will get one to Jack soon, along with the t-shirt. I don't know if it's too soon to mentioned swag but absolutely yeah, not too early bonfire.com slash dad bod history and get some swag now i guess it'll all ship at the end of march once all the orders come in that's kind of how it goes but we've got each swag. shirt each shirt is handmade by an old dutch woman on a mountaintop right she's that's... blind but yes and yeah, a nun okay. but yes it's... so it's quality <laughs> nothing but the best here do the dutch have many mountains well, they got the one for shirt making. That's it. No, I, so. and yeah, it's a sweatshop. It's a yeah. sweatshop called the mountaintop. <laughs> so what's, what's the thread right. count on that shirt? Two. Uh, six, six, six threads. <laughs> it's the good, it's the good number. Yeah. It's a potato sack and. Uh... Yeah. All right. Well, this is going to end up being an extremely long episode, but uh, Terrence or uh, Randy, do you have anything that hit you from this week? Uh, uh, go for it, Randy. No, quick story. Um, I retired as a baseball coach, but now I'm coaching eight-year-old girls softball. So Even better. <laughs> our goal clearly is to be the toughest team in the league. Uh, this is a literal goal that uh, the girls have agreed on. And so we talked about at practice uh, Thursday, um, the, the saying that we tell our baseball team, anytime the ball hits you, you don't cry, you don't fall down, you yell, we got ice. And that's the, the statement to say, it's no big deal. We're not hurt. We've got ice. So flash forward to Saturday. Um, I'm pitching beautifully, if, uh, if I might add. I can uh, still get Obviously. hit hard uh, by eight-year-old girls or college players. I'm, I'm consistent as getting hit very hard as I'm pitching. Um, throw the ball underhand to uh, one of our girls, Bella, who swings, hits the ball. The ball comes out and hits her in the helmet. Fortunately, not in the face, but in the side of the helmet. Foul ball off the side of the helmet. She immediately looks at me and says, we've got ice. That's awesome. The other yeah. coaches are running towards Bella to see if she's okay. They kind of stop and wonder what's going on. Our dugout's yelling, we've got ice, we've got ice. So clearly, uh, we're going to run away with this league title i mean these other girls don't stand a chance so and that's yeah. what it's about that's awesome yeah. 
that's cool. It's all about championships when you're when you're eight. Yeah. Um, especially leagues with no umpires. Yeah, it's good. How about you, Terrence? Uh, not really. I don't like. I think I'm the only one here without a kid yet. So it's always it's, my life. I like is a that. Different. Yeah, that's a growth mindset. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, my wife's whittling me down, so it's going to be any day now. <laughs> but um, my ordeal was, we, like we said, we just moved like across the country. And so getting a couch is a lot more difficult than I thought it was going to be. I thought, okay, I'll walk into a store, get a couch, and, and they'll show up that day. Nope. Six to eight weeks later, uh, trying to get a couch. And, uh, but luckily, like through Wayfair, like, like, so it'll be a month, and then it showed up miraculously today and so we put it together like got it in the house and everything and that was the ordeal and i'm finally able to just lay down and veg out and watch tv so that's my a goal for the, the hey week. that counts man getting a couch is that's awesome yeah so, hey terrence you're killing it i ordered a couch locally uh, on october 11th and it gets here on tuesday so oh, wow <laughs> yeah that's covid covid couch sales oh, skyrocketed couch. when covid started yeah, COVID's crushing my couch game, man. Yeah. So what does one want? What does one do when they're waiting for the couch to arrive? I mean, do you have a lawn chair in your living room? Or? No, I've, I've got a couch. I've got a couch that I hate. So I sit on that and I just hate sit on my couch, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we I bought see. a futon off Amazon that got here like two days. And so like, it was all right. But I've been desperately needing this when couch, we so. When we bought our first house... Terrence, uh, this was several, six, seven years ago now, and we bought it. We didn't have any furniture to put in it. And so I think for several weeks, we were sitting on lawn chairs and like those unfoldable, those fold out camp chairs until we got some furniture ordered. It was, it reminded me of being a poor college student again, but mm -hmm. we got those there. Those are the days. Yeah, the best. <laughs> so, um, all right. Well, with without further ado, let's get started. So, um, like we did last month when we did the 80s movies, we're going to do a draft. And uh, Eric has done some really, really high-tech draft uh, savvy draft board. He's going to have that showing up on, on here as well. Um, but we did add one new category. So last, uh, last time we had one drama, two action movies, two comedies, one teen or coming-of-age movie, and then one wild card. This time we have added another movie, which is animated film. Um, so you have a total of one, two, three, five, six, seven, eight picks. Um, you can pick in any order. You don't have to go drama first or anything like that. Pick whatever you want first. Um, and just make sure you don't pick something that's already been picked. Make sure- or from a different decade. Actually in the <laughs> 90s. Although <laughs> Vegas Vacation is now eligible, Cameron. So we can- you can use that one <laughs> in your back pocket. I think uh, he has to use that one. I'm not going to hold good that. Either way, I mean, shoot, that, that was it's just a solid comedy. I'm, I'm forward thinking. That was the expansion draft. Yeah, you knew. You knew ahead of time we were going to do this. It's in um, my top 50 for comedies on this one. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, that, that's basically the rules. Uh, I will have a loose, you got about a minute and a half um to give us your pick and a brief explanation of why just because because we have extra people and and one extra category we want to try to keep the pace moving on but i'm not going to be super stringent on that minute and a half um so that's kind of the plan i think what hey, we need to do so 
Is Eric going to declare himself the winner now or later? Yes, I'm might curious. as well. I don't see why we <laughs> yeah, should wait. Hey, hey, thanks everybody that uh, said that I won, not in the official poll, because Eric apparently doesn't count anything that's not on Twitter or Instagram. So this time when you say I won, make sure it's in the official poll um, so that we can get those results counted. Yeah, I think uh, YouTube comments would be the best place. Let's just centralize yeah. it. Okay, sounds good. All right, um, so we got to get started. So draft order, Cameron, is that you? Yeah, so a la the NBA draft, I've got, uh, instead of ping pong balls, I got golf balls here. <laughs> so oh everybody's gosh. name is written on here. I've got six That's different awesome. golf balls, and I'm going to swirl this around. Girl, grab yours out of the freezer. Direction. As I say, yeah, did you pull a Knicks there in 1984 and put yours in the freezer? You know what? Funny story. Funny story. So before we get into this, um, Eric recommended that I shut down my freezer first thing this morning, you know, because the integrity of the draft comes first and foremost. I was wondering why you said that. I didn't understand the backstory of that. I was just like, that seems like a weird thing to do for a draft. Yeah, so you, mine would be the cold one had I not shut off my, my freezer. Oh. So you know, we've lost all the meat and all the, you know, frozen vegetables for the, so for the next two weeks, but small price it. to pay. It's fine. Totally worth it. Yeah. So, okay. So without, without further ado, our first drafter of the nineties, ah, dang it, Randy. Mm. Okay. Randy's first. Randy gets number one overall pick. Which, frankly, I'm really happy about. I think that's It should be a bump in your paycheck is what I hear. So <laughs> I agree. I was hoping for fourth or fifth, but who's counting? You know. <laughs> Thanks anyway, Cam. Number two is Eric. Eric, all right. I can see the wheels in everybody's head turning. Like you're going over scenario 6B oh, yeah. right now. Oh, I've yeah. already burned my third list. Thanks. So, Terrence is our third pick. I like it. If I'm last, I'm going to be pissed. I think that's how it worked for Eric. Jake is fourth. All right. Jeff is fifth, which makes me last. Poetic justice. Excellent. That's how it happened last time, Eric. Weren't you the last yeah. pick and you were the one that picked it? was. The yeah, because you get that six and seven together. It, it helps alleviate some. Or are you saying yeah. that was intentional? No, the, the it's just snake it happened. Yeah. Oh, because okay. I picked, maybe. I like yeah. that position, but. Okay. All right. Um, well, without further ado, Randy, you are first up on the board. You can. Lead us off. Okay. No pressure. Well, so I'm not going to talk about the movies that I would pick and say them by name, but I will say the movie that I should take is a drama, but I'm not going to because I feel like my drama board is pretty deep. I've got to take this movie. I don't want to take it first, but I feel like it'll be gone if I don't. Um, my number one pick of the entire draft is going to be The Matrix. Oh, that's a great pick. Huh. That's a solid. fantastic pick. Wait, what solid. category? I'm sorry. What category are you picking that in? Action. Action. Okay. Thank you. Um, it, you know, there are so many really good action movies in the 90s. It is almost the action decade by far. And 
the matrix kind of changed everything. You know, it's, it's one of those movies. It's a kind of the first time, the first time you saw it, it was, I've never seen anything like it. There's a lot of really cool philosophical stuff involved in the movie. Keanu Reeves wasn't horrible in it, which is great. Um, it was a classic movie, not, not really my favorite movie, uh, but groundbreaking has to be kind of a top five 90s movies for sure. So that's, uh, that's the first pick. I think that's a heck of a first pick. Great pick. Yeah, that was a starred, starred movie for me. All right. Eric, uh, you are up next. This is tough. This is tough because uh, one thing is, is the question, is it, is it quintessential 90s movies or is it my list of 90s movies that are, that are to me, uh, I guess, consequential? I think I'm gonna have to start with a comedy just because the other lists are pretty deep. I think I'm going with Office Space. Ooh, Office Space. I, every time, anytime that movie's on, like we talked about with the 80s movies, if I see that movie on, and I don't see it on often, but if I get a chance to watch it, I think it just nails uh, the comedy down, especially the dry, uh, deadpan comedy that I tend to appreciate and try to emulate from time to time, so. Well, and it was topical because uh, it was dealing with the switch to the year 2000. That was the whole right. reason the company existed. Yeah. So it was a very kind 90s. Kind of a precursor of the Office TV show, you know? And I think that's why it did so well as everybody can relate to that to a yeah, certain it, extent. Yeah, in some ways, uh, yeah, it was a precursor. Um, and I guess a lot of people, I guess, Felt like it, it spoke to what they dealt with on a day-to-day, day-to-day basis. Uh, TPS, it was TPS reports, right? Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, that letter. comes up in uh, The Mandalorian. I noticed the other okay. bird. Yeah. He's yeah. like, uh, I got to get those TPS reports. And I was like, that's awesome. Did you get the memo? It means they've been around for a long, long time. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> in galaxies far, galaxies far, far, away. far and away. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, go next. Uh, Terrence, you're up, man. You're yeah, on the clock. Like, almost in a bind there with those two picks. But I'm going to go drama. And drama. IMDb tells me it's a drama, so I'm going to agree with them. But I'm going to go with Pulp Fiction as a drama. I Ooh, saw that it was listed as a drama. Yeah. And so at some other places, it's marked as a comedy. But I, I can get behind that it's a drama. But Pulp Fiction is one of those movies that, like, is... I think it puts Samuel Jackson on the board too. Like on the, like he was doing some other things before, but like, this is the one that I first realized like, okay, that's a star from that, from those, uh, from that monologue. Like what's, they speak English and what, you know, like that. that and so I was like, okay, I gotta go with that. Mm-hmm. That's a great pick. I, I had that high on another list of mine uh, for the wild card. I, Cause I didn't know where to put it in drama or action or comedy. So I just threw it in wild card, but. I mean, it was also, it put Samuel Jackson on the board. It resurrected Travolta's yeah, career. I was going to say I think say it was that. the most, it's probably the most popular worldwide or, you know, most mainstream, if you can say that about a Tarantino film out there, at least in the 90s. Um, 
It was a really great movie. What had he done before that? Reservoir Dogs? He'd done Reservoir yeah. Dogs. He wrote True Romance. He wrote Natural Born Killers. But that was his big writing and directing debut. So, so here's the question. What was in the briefcase? Nothing. At, it's it's up to your imagination. I, I, I believe. think there was I believe a they said it's up to your, Yeah, and it's up to your imagination about what the MacGuffin is in the briefcase. Uh-huh. So, so. Right. Hmm. Uh... Oh, I'm next. Okay. Time's up. Sorry. Time's up, Jake. Jake. Sorry. <laughs> My window's closed. Great no. show, guys. Thanks for having me. All right. Starting. Okay, so... Hmm. I'm really feeling like I got to get one of my comedies or actions out of the way. Those are my biggest. But I feel like I'm pretty deep. You know, I, I think what is animated that's tight end toy story mm. i'm taking a toy story mm. for my animated wow so uh i don't think i need to go too far into depth why i think it's if not the best animated movie um in the 90s it's set up probably the most successful animated franchise ever and if not film franchise ever um yeah, I, I think it's it's one of those movies that changed everything, especially for animated films. I mean, because until then, the, everything was basically you know hand drawn, and this is one of the first I think CGI heavy animated films. Yeah, it was one. It was the first that used the three dimensional for the entirety of its production. Yeah. Um, and and what's fun is watching Toy Story through the first one to the fourth. And seeing the how much quality, it got. Yeah. yeah, it's it's stunning how much better it got from that first one. But you have to take that first step, right? Um, yeah, without all the detail. Now well, with it's a Pixar, giant studio too. Was Pixar its own thing when they made Toy Story, and then Disney bought it later, or did Disney buy yeah, Pixar first? Steve and then... Jobs started uh, Pixar after he had left Apple, so he was involved in in. Uh, I want to say this is no, yes started Pixar, and then that got uh, bought up by Disney later on. And I'm not sure when it got bought by Disney, but it was uh, sometime later, obviously. But uh... Okay. Um, well, moving on next, we're at Jeff. All right, Jeff. Um, I think one of, uh, the, uh, one of the weakest positions in the draft here is teen – and I also have an absolute quintessential 90s movie available. I'm going with American Pie. Ooh. That's a good one. I thought that's that a, one was going to go early. That's a great pick. This Jeff. is early. I mean, with eight categories. Well, I guess I was right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was talking about this last night with somebody and, and how what an impact American Pie had. The, the rest of the franchise was not nearly as good. But um, that first one just knocked it out of the park i'm pretty sure american pie introduced us all to the word milf i don't think it was anywhere else before that movie so so i watched american pie friday with my 15 year old son marcus not my finest parenting moment but i did in preparation for this draft and it is as good friday as it was the first time i saw it it was it's amazing so jeff you honestly just stole one of the best picks in the draft. Congratulations. And any film with Eugene Levy is 
a great film. So and he's the best part of that movie. Well, yep. one of the best parts of that movie. He is Shannon, Shannon Elizabeth talented. is also a pretty good part of that movie. <laughs> she Just, was okay. Yeah. She was okay. If you like that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great pick, Jeff. That's awesome. Thank you. And Cameron hitting us with number six and seven. You get two in a row, buddy. Did we lose you, Cameron? Uh-oh. No Are sound, you Cameron. I'm counting the clock. I'm not stopping it. I don't <laughs> Just give him a Vegas vacation. Yeah, Vegas vacation. Vegas vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Classic movie. So is Cameron like the, the Cleveland Browns of the draft? Write it on, like a, yes. write it on a piece of paper. <laughs> oh, he left. Oh, Terrence, he, he just him. ran him off. <laughs> Called him the Browns and he's gone. <laughs> he, he just went to Baltimore. Yeah. Be back. He's... Middle of the night. Just, that's it. Oh. All right. Connecting to audio. I'm on audio. Camera. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, yeah, oh. sir. Oh, okay. Got about you 20 got 49 seconds. seconds. My 49 seconds. Yeah. In the background, tick, 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 so tick. I had to mute myself. When, when I was drawing this up, if I were to get the number one overall pick, um, it's still on the board as far as I'm concerned. Um, one of the most quotable movies of all time. I've seen mm. it probably 25 times. Absolutely hilarious. I type this Coming in before up. he says it. Oh. I think we Great all know pick, what about. What did he pick? Oh. Dumb, and Dumb, Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Dumb and Dumber. Of course. Yeah, I mean, one oh. third of my relationship with my brother is around that movie. You know, you can just say so many different things and it just applies to, to everything. Um, which one of you are dumb and which one of you are dumber? You or your brother? I'm the handsome one. Uh, so when it when it comes yeah. down to the suits and the, I'm the one in the orange suit. Yeah, not the blue Obviously. suit. Yeah, powder blue just doesn't look good on you. So no, right. on anybody. I don't mean to be rushing things, Cameron, but you are now on your second pick. Mm. My second pick. On the clock. My second pick. When I first watched this movie, um, it. it it was really a captivating movie to me and I've seen it since and um, it covers a lot of ground. There's a little bit historical things in there. Um, he just lives a great life and kind of stumbles through life and lucks out despite. Um, Jeff's already irritated. Forrest Gump is my second overall pick. Probably Absolutely the best. So quotable. Um, run Forrest Run. Life is like a box of chocolates. Um, just the quotability alone is right up there. Are you going to animate it here, Cameron? That's going to, yeah, comedy for Dumb and Dumber, and that would be uh, drama for uh, Forrest Gump. Hey, Cameron, hey. just when I think you can't get any dumber to do something <laughs> like this, <you> totally <laughs> redeem yourself. You go and redeem yourself. All right. Great pick, Cameron, both of those. All right, Jeff, back to you, man. Yeah, Cameron just, uh, man, he really cut my legs out from under me there. Um, I think the second weakest uh, position in this draft is animated. Um, Toy Story's gone. I'm going to go animated. I'm going Lion King. Mm -hmm. That was the other one I had.
Jeremy Irons made that film. Without yeah, him, that yes. film is no good. Yeah, move over, James. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think the animation made that film because live action, that film was no good. So yeah. I still haven't seen it live action. Don't. You didn't, you didn't miss much. It was not anywhere close to the animated. Animated well, is an all-timer. And I think, and kind of alluding to what Eric said, I think Lion King and some other animated films, but this is one, one of those first animated films where they stock it with like legit Hollywood stars like Jeremy Irons, James Earl Jones, um, obviously JTT in his- The kid from Home Improvement, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think it was just kind of one of those a transition film in that regard too, where animated films became where Hollywood stars went, not just voice actors. Wasn't Matthew Broderick older Simba? He yep. is. Yep. Mm -hmm. Well, James Earl Jones, anything with him in it is yeah. all time awesome. That's no. a great voice. All right. All right. Jake, uh, it's you. Back to me. God help me. All right. So you took my top drama, Cameron, which makes me want to go to my second top drama. You know what? I, I think I'm going to do it. Um, sorry, I'm going to start my clock. Is another Tom Hankser for drama, Apollo 13. So hmm. that's where I'm going. Isn't it amazing how many movies Tom Hanks has in the 90s? Like, he's just, just kills it. it. The most you can, if you can comprise the bulk of this list with Tom Hanks movies, you're probably going to do okay. I kind of wanted to see if I could, like, make my list, like, actually draft, like, one common thread through all my picks. Like, Tom Hanks is in all of them. Yeah. Or they're all directed Jake's by two Spielberg. For two. Uh, Jake is that? two for two. Yeah. You're two for two, Hank. Yeah, there you go. So far. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that throughout. His that would have comedy been a, was mainly 80s. He did a lot that, of stuff in the 80s for comedy, but not That would so have been a prop 90s. bet, right? Yeah. Yes. But I, I think Apollo 13, um, like every single moment of that movie was exciting. Like, it, and I get it because three guys on a, you know, a tiny little capsule trying to get back home safely, but... I don't know. It just had all this drama. It had all this tension. It was the historical implications of it. It was awesome. And I'm not usually into dramas, um, but this one, much like Forrest Gump, uh, captured me. And I, I, it's probably one of my favorite movies all time. And it's even more amazing. You know how it's going to end and you're still on yes. your seat. <laughs> That's how good Tom Hanks is. <laughs> <laughs> all right. My time's up. Uh, Terrence, back to you, man. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna travel to the comedy world because I feel like those are gonna come off the board pretty soon. Not gonna lie, Jeff, you really you're really hamstringing me here. Um, but I'm gonna go with uh, it. Just set up celebrated its 25th anniversary. Happy Gilmore. Ooh, okay. Solid. solid pick. I love that movie. I didn't realize again. Also, like how good even the the secondary characters are, like Shooter McGavin. And just <laughs> this, awesome. like, <laughs> how many quotable shooter has and just like oh it's just like oh it's great and then carl weathers is in the movie too it's yeah. just like why not? i hate that bob uh, barker the price is wrong bob <laughs> lee trevino just shaking his head the whole movie mm -hmm. 
it's probably my favorite Adam Sandler comedy movie in the 90s. Oh, yeah. I mean, he had, he, in the 90s was his wheelhouse, but I think that was his, probably my favorite. I don't know how it did box office wise, but it's up there. Just a couple of days ago on Instagram videos or something, I saw him hit a golf ball, Happy Gilmore style. And he's like, mm -hmm. I haven't done this in 25 years. And, you know, you don't see where the ball went, but, you know, seemed it looked good. It was probably middle, middle. Well, course, the, yeah. best, the best thing about the 90s is Adam Sandler made some classic movies. The worst thing is it gave him so much clout that he made horrible movies throughout the 2000s <laughs> to the 2020s. But the 90s were, that was his heyday. Yeah, but right now he's living all of our dreams because he's like, hey, buddy, you want to go make a movie? Like he's just making movies with his friends because he can. That's mm -hmm. what we're doing. <laughs> it's just not movies. They're just, you know. Yeah, my production studio isn't as nice. <laughs> no. All right. We'll get there. Uh, great pick, Terrence. Eric, you're up, man. So there's a couple categories I think just don't have the depth. And so to get one of the top picks in my mind is like getting Rob Gronkowski or uh, yeah, Rob Gronkowski or getting uh, whoever the best kicker is. I don't know who there it is, isn't but, a best kicker, Eric, you know, the one who ends up getting the most opportunities Matt to kick field goals. Uh, so I think, and I've got a pick, I get three more picks until I'm picking again. So I think I'm going animated. This is not a movie I saw until I had kids <clears throat> And just like in, uh, if you've seen Ted Lasso, uh, when I first saw this film, I kind of wept. I got teary-eyed. And it's The Iron Giant. Oh, Ooh, no! Good choice. Such a good movie. And it was one that I had missed. You know, it wasn't a Disney film, so it's not something I saw. Because I saw mostly Disney films in the 90s as far as animated. But I remember I watched it with my son. And he was like four and he started crying. And I'm looking at the same, like, yeah, dude, I get it. This is rough. <laughs> and, you know, and then the pieces start beeping and coming back together. I'm like, I did it again. So that's a great film. I thought that's that was the sleeper of the whole night. I, yeah. I, I had animated. I thought no one's going to pick that. They're going to just be fighting over the Disney movies and you sweep in with the best animated film of the 90s. And, so and congrats. What's, what's interesting to me is I have a list of seven for animated and only three are Disney films, which kind of surprised me in the end, but. Great right. pick. Good pick, man. That was a good one. Uh, All right, Randy, Randy, you got two, you buddy. Okay, I, I was I was terrified because I felt like this pick was my number one pick out of all of them. Um, I didn't want to pick it first overall. And then I have two coming-of-age teen movies that I wrote down. Uh, American Pie was one of them, so I was out of bullets if this movie got picked. But it didn't, so all right, all right, all right. The best Boom. 90s movie... Coming of Age is a movie about high school kids in the 70s, and that is Dazed and Confused. Um, one, of the, one of my favorite movies of all time. I watch it on probably 50% of the plane flights I'm on. Um, Matthew McConaughey, Ben Affleck, uh, I mean, Parker Posey, just, I mean, 
so many young, awesome actors. Um, it, it is an all-timer. The, the lines from that movie, just the way that makes you... I didn't go to high school in the 70s, but I feel like I did watching that movie. It is just, it is a classic. So that is um, probably my favorite movie. Uh, I didn't think it was first pick worthy, but um, I don't want to lose it. So I'm, I'm picking that one. So That one was right uh, at the top of my board for com coming of age. That's a great one. That movie and I, I was so well a, done. I thought it was actually from the 70s because I didn't see it until later in life. And I was like, oh, like this is like, okay. probably." And then, and then I was like, wait, there's Matthew McConaughey and he's like super young in the movie. And so it's like, okay. And I started doing some research about it. I was like, oh, it's actually shot in the 90s. Never would have guessed. So, so fun fact, the guy that directs the movie, his name's Richard Linkletter. And he's got another movie came out with a few years ago. It's called Everybody Wants Some. It's about a 1980s baseball team. It is underground. No one's ever heard of it. Go watch it. It's really, really good. It's like Dazed and Confused. Same style. It's, it's great. So I saw it in the theater, baby. I know you told me to see it. I didn't even know it was a thing. And then it's like, how am I not finding movies that are made by Richard Linkletter? But right. I did see it. It's great. So, all right. So now, gosh, uh, round three. Okay. Um, man, I've got some really, you know, the problem with dramas is, well, three of them are off the board. There's so many good ones. Um, I'm not going to go drama yet. I feel like I have to go action here and just dominate the action demographic with the best two movies. Um, the two most. Well, probably, you only get one right now. Well, I've already picked one. That was okay. The Matrix. Okay. So my second one would be, again, so revolutionary, groundbreaking, never seen it before. James Cameron, mm -hmm. Terminator 2. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger at his absolute best. Again, I, I love Dad Bod Podcast so much. I want to be prepared for this. I watched this on the plane from Boise to Phoenix this week, and that just sealed it to me. That was actually uh, my number two action movie. Um, okay. It's just, it's, even watching it today, it doesn't look like the special effects are horrible. Um, it's still, and, and a lot of what he did um, before CGI, it was, it was kind of, I had a, like a special effects coffee table book and it showed like all the crazy groundbreaking stuff that they did with that movie. So um, 1991 T2 um, all timer. Well, he directed the abyss prior to that. I remember the abyss had some of that initial CGI that they kind mm -hmm. of took a step further in Terminator 2. Yeah, and I guess for me, it's like I was in maybe eighth grade when I saw that in the theaters and the Guns N' Roses, the You Could Be Mine and the soundtrack to that, it was so cool. Like I remember doing a spoof like in high school of the like a humanities uh, video with T2 and we were doing a spoof about it. I mean, with the sunglasses and Arnie and it just, it was such a big deal. That was... Uh, it's a great movie. And they made several just god-awful Terminator sequels since then. But um, yeah. T2 was the best out of all of them. One of the Five rare, I, I think the sequel is better than the original. I thought T Terminator was great, but I thought T2 was my favorite. Um, all right, Eric, you're up, man. <clears throat> yeah, so I'm going to have to get uh, the best kicker off the board here um, in Team 
teen coming of age. Is that the kicker? Doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, sure. And and I have a few that I think are really great, but this one I think captures growing up much like Stand By Me did. No! Don't you do it. Don't you take it. And it's uh, The Sandlot. You're Son killing them, Smalls. Ah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Such a good movie. And I... I, I, I the greatest pickle of all time. Totally honest. <sighs> I, I'm not into baseball much at all. And that movie just... It's not about baseball, no, man. I, I know it's not. <laughs> but like the, the idea that it, it's it's kind of centered around this group of guys that plays baseball would some, would be something that would turn me off to it. Um, but it's Another James Earl movie. Jones movie, FYI. It's true. Oh, yeah. yeah. Another James Earl Jones appearance. The Beast's owner. Yeah. Um, man, it's yeah. such Very a great good movie. Very good parallel with Stand By Me. Very good yeah. parallel there. You're right. Yeah, a group of young boys kind of dealing, obviously, with uh, one is a bit darker than the other, but um, such a fun movie. The Sandlot. Okay, that's an awesome pick. Yeah. Jerk face. All right, Terrence, <laughs> you're up. Oh, man, I'm going to have to go team two before. I don't have a kicker that can score any points. Uh, I'm going go a little bit of a different direction. Um, but the stars, the Joker and Robin oh! with the high school in this movie. Good one. Ten things I hate about you. If you get such that a great reference. film. Love that movie. Another good scene. movie. When he when Heath Ledger does the Four Seasons song, that's how I heard that song for the first time. Actually, was in that movie, and I was like, okay, that's a great song. I need to hit, listen to it more. But yeah, I love that movie, and yeah, I don't know Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Julia mm-hmm. Stiles, the guy Gabriel from Numbers is somewhere in that movie. The too. Guy from I Numbers, I can't remember yes. his name. <laughs> Nobody can. That's why it's awesome. Yeah, good one. So. You want to? Do you want to? You got forty-five seconds, Terrence. You can keep talking. I don't. I don't know what, what else to say more about that movie. Though, <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, I know it, it's just a great movie. You haven't seen it. I mean, maybe you should see it now. But other than that, I got really, I really don't have much. No, I think that that's... was Heath Ledger's first movie or first movie that anyone had seen him in. I mean, yeah, wasn't that kind of his coming out? That was his breakout role. Yeah, yeah, he was good. All right. Um. All right, then I guess we'll move on to me again. You. Uh, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take a action, and I'm a little surprised this hasn't gone yet. Is Jurassic Park? Mm-hmm. Great pick. So that's my top action movie. It might be my top '90s movie. I don't know if it is quite up there, but it's pretty dang close. Um, kind of like Randy said, with Terminator 2 and The Matrix, the Jurassic Park film, the first one at least, was groundbreaking in its own right. Um, the ability to do mix CGI with animatronics and make dinosaurs that looked like what we think dinosaurs would look like. Um, it was incredible. The movie itself was great. Another Samuel L. Jackson appearance um, in there. And uh, I, I almost think... Tom Hanks played one of the it, Raptors, so you're still good with your list. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's versatile. Um, I also think it was almost like Star Wars in the respect that Star Wars did something in the 70s that nobody had ever seen with film. And Jurassic Park did something in the early 90s, I think 93, that nobody mm-hmm. had ever seen with film before. And I think that sets it apart from a lot of other 
really awesome action movies in the 90s. Yeah, I coincidentally watched that movie a couple weeks ago, and um, I was shocked at the CGI and the visuals of it. I mean, it literally looked like out of 20, 30 years later. It was... Yeah, it still holds up, and which is, I think, a testament to it. (laughs) And uh... It's the first movie where you could just, whatever it was in the director's imagination, you can do. And they were set to make that movie Mm -hmm. with... uh, with animatronic giant foam robots and uh, somebody showed him a much better way. Yeah. So, okay, that's my first action. It's on to you, Jeff, your next pick. All right, um, action's getting pretty picked over and um, all due respect, everybody's already picked. My, uh, my two top action movies, one was Jurassic Park, just got taken. Uh, my other one is uh, everybody, you see this movie and you're shaken. It really brings a pivotal moment in American history to life. Um, we, a lot of us know family members who were at something close. You know where I'm going, Eric. Uh, Saving Private Ryan, 1998 mm-hmm. for action. That was my second one. Hey, you know what? The commissioner, uh, he's, you had a violation earlier in the day, so you're going to lose this pick. <laughs> Commissioner's coming after you. <laughs> That's such if a great I, pick, if I cuss at you on the text chain, that doesn't count. <laughs> see, I actually had that for drama. Um, yeah. Thought I yeah. could see it being an action. But I, I was about to say with Jake's pick, has Spielberg made a, a good movie since Jurassic Park? And before I said it, I thought, no, Saving Private Ryan, I don't want to give anyone any ideas. So I yeah. telepathically just gave that to you, Jeff. So I apologize, Eric. That's on me. Sorry. I'm sorry. I knew it was coming off eventually. <laughs> so now we got four Tom Hanks movies that have gone off the board. Yeah. Wow. The man's I, a giant. I yeah. remember I saw that film in the theaters and I forget who I saw it with the first time. I, actually, I honestly think I, uh, what, that was 98? 98, yeah. 98 or 99. 98. Right, 98. Uh, I would have been 16, 17. And I uh, asked my mom, I said, let's go to this movie. Will you go with me? I want to see this. And, that, that was an experience. Yeah. That's Something one of those movies where nobody says anything in the car for at least 10 minutes after you get back. Mm-hmm. I saw it with my Fine. uncle Mike and he never says anything in the car anyway, but yeah. <laughs> it, was it was extra, <laughs> extra quiet. Yeah. It was, it was subdued. Um, I'm up. Cameron, you're up. You got your next two picks, three and four. Yeah. Um, I think it's time for an animated one. This is probably the the thinnest category in the draft. Um, I was really bummed that Lion King is off the board, but as a Michael Jordan fan, um, I was yes, I knew you were going to take Space Jam. Everybody I believe I can fly. <laughs> How many basketball movies is Cameron going to have? I had no choice. I had no choice. It's a little bit of animation. It's a little bit of, you know, live action. Michael Jordan, soul. the the first athlete of that kind to, you know, make that jump into, you know, a, a non-serious movie. Um, Twice the greatest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was a great movie. Great, great song. Um, now I, I feel like we're I, I went best available that was you know that's a thin part i need to go 
I need a comedy. I need another good comedy. And that comedy pick is Home Alone. You watch oh, it every year. Good yep. pick. Fantastic movie. You can watch it with kids. You can watch it in mixed company with family. Um, and it's just absolute classic. Very quotable as well. That was my top comedy movie. You just took it right there. Great pick, man. And the thing about Home Alone, I mean, it's a great Christmas movie, but it like, it just holds up. Like it's another one of those movies from the nineties. You're like, yeah, I can watch this over and over again. And it's still going to be really, really good. And you know, um, who's hilarious in that is uh, John Candy, that whole um, polka, polka, polka. He is hilarious in that scene. And yeah underrated part of that movie he basically sure. he basically did that role as a favor he got paid like almost nothing for that little bit really yeah huh. and um I, I know everybody said this before but you know the older i get the i didn't realize it obviously as a kid but mr McAllister was loaded in a house that big you know taking that many people to paris, to paris, paris. for christmas uh -huh. um yeah, one of those things you don't notice as a kid. That's like, man, what you know, he deserved. He deserved to there, get robbed. There's right? a whole conspiracy. There's <laughs> a whole redistribute that wealth. There's a it's whole conspiracy on, on the internet that he's a criminal. That he's working for some underlord. Yes. <laughs> it was. It was the end of the '80s. That movie came out in 1990. It was the end of Reaganomics. I mean, things he were just so great back then. Everybody had. I mean, that's. That was America great right there. So uh, Kevin's dad had the, the money to buy that house. Thank you, Good Ronald Reagan. <laughs> All right. Cameron, I, I, I do have a question for Cameron. Do you think you're going to take your kids to go see or Space Jam 2 at home or however you go see it? Because it's coming out soon. You know what, Terrence? I could go on a 10-minute rant about that thing. But I'm, I'm going to stop myself. LeBron is not worthy of remaking that movie. <laughs> It should have been Kobe, God bless his soul. And um, yeah, LeBron is not the guy to do that. LeBron will ruin Space Jam like the live action Lion King ruined the animated Lion King. I will be boycotting that movie. Okay, so Jeff, you're up next before we get too far in the weeds on this. Can I continue the LeBron rant? No. You've got, um, a, minute, you've got a minute 30, use it how you will. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, I won't go into LeBron. Um, I'm gonna go drama. I got, uh, I had, I had Forrest Gump and one other movie starred as my two top dramas. It's a pretty deep category, but this is a movie that if you're clicking through the channels, which nobody does anymore because everything's streaming. But uh, if you come across this, you got to stop and watch it. Uh, it is Shawshank Redemption, 1994. Mm. It's a great movie. Yeah, yeah, it is. Rita Hayworth in the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, a uh, Stephen King novella, uh, one of many, turned into great movies. It's not all monsters and demons and odd Bible references. So he uh, he does good stuff. But yeah, I love Shawshank. Uh, everybody. Well, Andy I mean, Dufresne. Andy Dufresne, yeah. And I would say it's probably one of the few Stephen King, early Stephen King movies that came out in theaters. I mean, he had a lot of TV movies before that, but I don't know if he had a bunch of other theater releases like I mean, Shawshank. Stand By Me I mean, had, the other one. Oh, yeah, Stand By he Me. Had, he had Pet Cemetery, Carrie, The Shining. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
I never mind. There's, there's a lot. He's a fire starter. There's it's probably just keep thinking of needful things and good it, one in the nineties is what it might be. Maybe Salem's lot. Yeah, I could go on all day. Anyhow, that's it. Shawshank Redemption. Great pick, man. Solid. All right. Uh, back to me. You know, Cameron, you took my top comedy movie and I'm going to take what I think is the second best comedy movie of the 90s, which is probably biased because of the star, but it is Tommy Boy. Mm. So um, everything about Chris Farley and David Spade in that movie was incredible. And it's probably one of my favorite movies all time. And uh, Chris Farley being a Wisconsin boy only makes it better. Um, I think it's another one of those few movies that can kind of hold up, but you know, it's got some stars that it's got Dan Aykroyd, Brian Dennehy, obviously Chris Farley, David Spade were in it. Rob Lowe um, was in it as well when he was kind of in between the Brat Pack era. Um, Yeah, it's just awesome. And it's so much better than I think a lot of Adam Sandler movies. I think it's better than a lot of um, even other Chris Farley movies. I think it's just the best film he ever had. So. great pick i love that movie i love david spade in there it's kind of his coming out as well it's that's a, yeah. another movie that is highly quotable really good it's funny that guy in a little coat <laughs> <laughs> yep don't do it <laughs> all right uh terrence you're up man all right, uh, so I'm, I'm gonna go action here. And this is a, a, a movie that chronicles another great day in American history. It's the day that we took back our Independence Day. <laughs> nice. <laughs> really worried he was gonna say JFK there. <laughs> no, I, I love this movie. Uh, I mean, I, I think this is the one that submitted Will Smith as the big suit, like uh, movie superstar. He was already on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And this is the I think this is the movie that took him to another yeah. stratosphere, yeah. Uh, as well as like great effects and then a great cast too. Jeff Goldblum too, as well as his like counterpart yes. too. Uh, you know, and saving the world on a on like a, a two hundred and fifty six k computer laptop. You know, with floppy disk, but whatever. You know, um, but no, I love could do it. Yeah, it was it was a Mac. Yeah, so I, I love that movie too. Just the the way things come come together too, as well, uh, and how a man gets to go into space for the first well, time. You know, and it's so. It's so good because the sequel is so bad, right? Oh, it's awful. Like it, it's it's terrible. It makes you appreciate the original that much more. Yeah. Also, and how can you forget? I forget the actor's name, but the speech that like gives Bill me goosebumps Coleman. all the yeah it gives Bill me goosebumps Coleman. every time I hear it. Like, okay, I'm ready to go fight some aliens right now. Let's go <laughs> <laughs> for America. <laughs> yeah. That's a great pick. Um, Probably a top top three pick there. Eric, man, you're up. This is tough. I think I'm going, uh, I'm going to have to go action because there's one on the board that is a particular favorite of mine. I honestly can't remember if I originally saw it in the theater or afterwards because that was around the time where I think I was kind of allowed to go see some PG-13 or R movies in the theater. 
and it chronicles uh, not a day, but a, a series of events in the 14th century, and that's Braveheart. Great pick. Great pick. It's probably one of those movies that, that really kind of nudge me towards history, you know? Like to see this, this series of events play out on screen with this person who is real to an extent. Um, and, and just kind of the, the gritty real, uh, the, the gritty kind of reality of battle. First time I had seen combat like that. Yeah. It was, Are you going action or drama? You're going yeah. action here. Yeah, it's going. That's action. All right. Yeah, no argument here. That was probably going to be my next action pick. That's, uh, I mean, I have a sword on my wall, and I just, <laughs> I just kind of want to swing that around sometimes. You know. Do you, do you we all would have guessed that you have a sword on your wall. <laughs> do you put on blue paint on the weekends too, Eric? Half of your face. Put on what? Blue paint. Listen, my personal life really doesn't need to come out too much here, but uh, as I've needed. I've literally seen Eric with blue paint on his yeah, face. Yeah, it's factored in a tilt. It's factored heavily right. into Eric's future life choices, Terrence. That 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 actually happened. Yeah, and, and it, it, was and it awesome. wasn't it wasn't a battlefield in England. It was a soccer field in Mesa. So <laughs> same thing. Six one, half a dozen the other. Really. Yep. All right, Randy, you're up, man. You got two more picks right now. All right. Well, I want to go drama, but there's so many good dramas. I almost want to see the chips kind of fall and then see what's left. So I'm going to go comedy. Um, in the 90s, independent films were huge. This is probably the best independent movie of the 90s. It launched the creator of The Mandalorian. It was his first screenplay and starring role. Uh, it launched the immortal Vince Vaughn that yeah. is Swingers. Um, Great Swingers, to me, um, I remember seeing it on Mill Avenue at a little independent theater that's, I don't think, there anymore. And it was just so yeah, I that awesome. I mean, and then for the next 25 you're years, so money, talking, you're so money, you don't even know it, um, you know, it's it's just it's it's a great film um and and who would have known that john favreau would be probably like top three players in hollywood from from that movie but it's it's pretty cool to see uh see that going um so yeah he's all grown stuff he's, he's all, all grown, grown stuff he's all hey, grown that up. uh chef film amazing yes it is john favreau that was great yeah good movie oh, hey, that's one. Well, what's your other Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go comedy again. Uh, so, the '90s were huge with SNL breakouts. I mean, that was like the decade of like so many Lauren Michael productions. But probably the biggest SNL movie of the '90s, most popular movie, phenomenon, spawned a series of worse and worse photocopy sequels. But the original was so great, and that is Austin Powers' International Man of Mystery. Um, <laughs> That's a good one. I think one I was... million dollars. Dr. Evil, Vern Troyer with Mini-Me, um, number two. Uh, Austin Powers, probably, that was his most popular. I think he's actually made better movies, 
um, there's another '90s movie there that's that's uh, that's a, that's a good one by him. But uh, this movie was his most popular by far, and it was a huge deal that was kind of watered down with some less than awesome sequels. Yeah, Will Ferrell was in that too. Um, yeah, that's a good one. Dang it. I think it was one of the highest grossing comedies too of the 90s. So, all right. Um, Eric, it's back to you then, man. This is, uh, obviously it's all tricky. Um, I think... I might have to, uh, oh man, I don't know. I don't know which one I'm going to go with. You can, you can ones. pass. Yeah. <laughs> can, I, can I trade auto for draft. cash? Uh, auto draft. You can buy a vowel, I think. Okay. So I'm going to go with a drama. And uh, this is another one that I, I think I saw probably shortly into college. Um, and it was, a, it was a drama where, you know, I'd seen dramas, kind of knew what they were going to, what was going to happen. Um, and I've got a lot of dramas on here that I think are just fantastic. We can hit that in the uh, honorable mention list, but the twists and turns and the final kind of reveal at the end of this film. 10 seconds. With Gabriel Byrne and uh, the guy who shall not be, be named is The Usual Suspects. Nice. Heiser Sosa. Yeah, nice. and... Uh, just a fantastic film again like right at the end everything turns and you're just that big reveal and it's like wow and every film tries to do that now right like that's too common but such a good movie i've never seen this movie but because i was getting ready to sit down and watch it with a group of friends and then somebody walked in the door and goes, oh, isn't that the one where he turns and points to the character? <laughs> and I look at this person and go, what did you just say? And I'm like, wow. And so I just turned it off. It's like, well, thanks for ruining that movie. I hope I, that I think person is no longer your friend. No, I don't even remember who this person is anymore. But Good, um, yeah. Because I, I believe it's Mr. Orange, right? That turns it turns out to be the, the, the spy or whatever. Somebody turns out to be the spy in the group or something like that, or a cop. You're, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Or no, no, wait, yeah. So you're thinking right? Reservoir Dogs. You're thinking of Reservoir, Reservoir Dogs. Dogs. Sorry, Reservoir Dogs. No, this, Never mind. This is uh, Kevin Spacey. When he drops um, the coffee cup. Never mind. Yeah, different movie. Yep. Yes. Yes. Okay. Never mind. All right. Starts. Good pick. Well, uh, Terrence, you're up, man. Oh, God. That, that's terrible. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> oh, it's so. I think my comedy list is getting short here, and I'm, I'm stuck here between two. Hmm. The two, oh man, this is tough. I think I'm gonna go with uh, it's a Jim Carrey movie, and I'm oh, I don't know. I'm gonna go with Liar Liar. Ooh. Out of the two, oh, I okay. love this movie. The, the claw, the color of the plan is r r r royal blue. Like just so many quotables things that I shouldn't have been watching as a kid too, especially with the lady in the elevator and he goes says something about her. Um, but yeah, it's. It's, I think, one of his funny, funniest movies, I believe, to me, at least. Um, it was tough choosing between his, his movies because, again, Jim Carrey did a lot in the 90s as well. He's one of those, those comedians coming from a different path, too, from In Living Color, not the SNL cast as well. I'd say Liar Liar was probably, like, the better, more sophisticated comedy of his 
where some of the others were just really low brow and very physical acting. This one, I just just aimed a little higher. I thought maybe not as big of a blockbuster, but yeah, definitely an underrated movie. It's no Vegas vacation, but it's pretty good. No, that's true. It's <laughs> true. Still on the board, by the way. <laughs> Cameron doesn't take it. More, it could have used a few more fart jokes. I'll be honest. Cameron's going to use Vegas vacation as his drama. It'll be fine. Um, all right. I think that takes it to me. Um, you know what? I'm going to trust my board. And I'm a little surprised either of these two movies have not been picked yet in coming of age or slash teen. And I think I got to trust the board. I'm going to go with Clueless. Mm. Um, mm. If you're to pick a 90s movie for coming of age, I think that's right up there. Um, coming of age teen, especially. There's a lot of good movies out there that deal with teenagers, you know, and all that in the 90s. But I think even Dazed and Confused isn't set in the night, or it's set in the 70s, as awesome as it is. Um, so I, I'm gonna go with Clueless. It kind of ran rampant in my school life after that movie came out, because every single girl wanted to be just like them and, and uh, and then what was the book guy's name? And he's, but I just remember saying, I'm keeping it real, babe. I'm keeping it real. And so that's what we'd always say whenever we were doing something stupid. Um, and yet, obviously, wasn't that young, Paul Rudd's first movie? Paul Rudd was, was. I don't know if it was his first, but it was one of them. And uh, a young Brittany Murphy was in that. And then obviously Alicia Silverstone. And I think Donald Faison, um, he, he was the girlfriend. Yeah, or he was the, the boyfriend that kept saying, I'm keeping it real, babe. Um, yeah. So that's that's mine, clueless. And if no one's got anything else, Jeff, you are up, man. Nope. All right, I have not gone uh, comedy yet. And if we go through picking '90s movies, and my favorite movie of all time doesn't end up on my list, I don't know what I'll do. I didn't want to come right out of the gate and grab it, but if it's still here, and gosh, what round are we in? We're in the fifth round. Um, I am gonna take. It's almost, I don't know if I can quote it on this podcast because it's hard to find 12 words put together with no F-bomb in it, but I'm going <laughs> Big Lebowski. Yeah. So uh, the big, you know what? The first time I saw it in the theater, I can't even say I liked the movie. And then I saw it again a few years later on HBO or something. And it's, there's real genius in there. And I have seen it way too many times since then. And it's magic. It, uh, it's affected the way I talk, not just F-bombs, but other things as well. And the love of the Coen Brothers movies. So, all right, Big Lebowski. I can't and think shocks. of that movie and not think about Jeff Peterson. So we would have had to just scrap the whole thing if you didn't pick this. So thank you. I was yeah. shocked it waited this long. I thought, honestly, it was going to be like your first or second pick. That's why I didn't, like I said, I didn't even consider it because I knew yeah. you were going to take it. Thank right, you. If I, I take kept this, it off my board. Peterson's gonna have a meltdown. It was like, yeah, it was like last time when uh, if I didn't get Empire Strikes Back, I was gonna be really upset. But I waited, and somehow it hung around, and I don't know how. But all right, all right, Cam, back to back, buddy, make them count. Yeah, I'm, I'm shocked, and I had to triple double check the list to make sure that this didn't come off yet. Um, I can't believe that Fight Club is still on the board. Um, so I'm gonna take that. Yeah. 
for my oh. drama. Um, you could drama? probably use it in a couple different ones, yes. but I'm going to use it in drama. It's wait, a- wait, wait, wait. I'm throwing a flag. I'm afraid you're going <laughs> to lose a pick here. You already oh, took dude. a drama, Cam. I don't know what you're doing. You took Forrest Gump as a drama. You're right. You're right. So dude, it's an anything. action movie. There's fight in the name. So, it's no. not a drama. Camera, you know Cameron, what? You've, you've got your wild card. Yeah, Cameron, you've got that your wild save you. card. No, I've, I've got an even better wild card. Do you? Cause... So, so what, do you, what do you take here? A penalty? Take the triple <laughs> X again? You can take loss of down and loss of yardage? Come on, don't do it. You've got to take it as a wild card. Technical man. foul. Okay, or... I'll take it. I'll take it as a wild card. <laughs> and not as an action movie, because that's what it is. Well, if that's what you're saying, that they're that literally fighting it in it the whole time. Uh, they're talking more than they're fighting. Now, what's what's the ruling? Because I'm, I think he I, can I take can it as an action, work. an action or a wild card. He just can't take it as a drama. Okay, I'll, I'll use an action. Okay, I'll use an action for it. Hey, Cameron, I love you. This is so awesome. That couldn't have been better. <laughs> All right, I was really excited about that pick too, and now I, dang. It's still a great pick. That is such a great movie. And the book is really well, really great as well. Um, I've quoted that in an eighth grade graduation speech. Eric, by the this, way. This isn't greatest 90s books of all time. Okay. No, no, yes. I've just. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. Hey, have you read any other Chuck Palahniuk books? Because that guy is bizarre. I've re- I tried to read one other and I'm like, nope, not happening. Yeah, yeah. Got when you weird. get to the end of that book and you figure out, or the movie, when you figure out what's going on, it it's a mind blowing moment. It's really, really a good movie. It's probably in my top five overall movies of of any genre of all time. So that's a great yeah. film, right, man. Glad You're on your to get next that pick. One. Um, my next one is a coming of age, and this is um. You know, you don't really think of this as a as a coming of age. American History X. Oh, um, so at good. the end, when the, when the younger brother gets killed, you know, he's the one with all this potentially so intelligent and um, just a, a terrible way to end um, because of his older brother and me as an older brother. It just hit different to to see that ending like that. So. Great movie. Yeah, it's awesome. I don't know, and I can see where you're coming from with it, but it's not something I would have expected as a coming of age. Um, but that's a great movie. I had it yeah. on my list as a drama, um, but it could fit under coming of age. I, it's, you know, it's, it's one of those movie. movies like the first time you watch yeah, it, it and yeah, and you see that scene where the where Ed Norton actually commits the crime that happens really before the movie starts. That's the only time you'll ever watch that scene. That you will turn your head yeah. every other time that comes yeah. on the screen. It's too intense. It's, I made the mistake of watching that before bedtime and, and I was up all night. It was just a mess. It is a really, really powerful emotional movie. And you know, there's there's a couple movies on this list already that we've talked about, Saving Private Ryan, American History X, you shouldn't be able to graduate high school without having watched those two movies. Yeah, that's a that's a, a solid, solid pick. Um, Jeff, it's up to you, man. 
You're, uh... All right. Speaking of movies that you shouldn't be able to graduate, I, I mean, I was already out of high school when this came along. I'm going comedy again. Um, my high school in the '90s, it was it was all about Ice Cube. He was so great. Um, anyhow, I Friday. It's such a great comedy. I love that Dang movie. It. Um, I don't know how old he was when he wrote that, but he was young, and that guy's the genius. And it's got, yeah, guy. Who's the other guy? In that? Is that Chris Tucker? Chris, Chris Tucker. Tucker. Mm-hmm. Bernie, Bernie Max, the preacher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the the Chris Tucker role is so great. Big per. I call somebody big perm at least once a day. So, <laughs> I think you wrote that movie. He wrote it yeah. with the. Uh, DJ Pooh, that's the one that gets his chain taken in the movie, too? Like, uh, they both run together. From Debo? Yeah. Debo okay. is terrifying in that movie. Give me that bike. Got the My grandma dog gave eyes. me that chain. Ooh. Yeah. Great movie. I was... That was right up on the top of my comedy list, too. Yeah, um, and, and I, comedy's getting a little picked over. There's some other good ones in there. I mean, I won't name anything that hasn't been picked. There's some other solid picks, but I don't know. I love Friday. It's a great movie. Yeah. Uh, all right. Who's that? Oh, me again. Okay. You know, I'm going to go, and this is probably just a homer. I love it as a movie pick. It might not be the best pick to win this competition, but if I don't, I'm going to feel bad. Um, and I'm going to go with Wayne's World as my second comedy. That was the other Mike Myers movie that I was referencing and didn't want to spoil. Good pick. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I remember watching this one in the theater, obviously. And I, it was so funny to me. And I don't know how old I was, maybe 11 or 12. I wasn't very old, but it was so funny to me. And now as I watch it as an adult, it's even funnier because there's so much stuff I missed as a kid that was geared towards my mom and dad, not towards me. And uh, Obviously, the Bohemian Rhapsody and the the Gremlin is probably one of my favorite scenes in a movie of all time. Um, and so, yeah, it's it might not be the best comedy movie in the '90s, but it's my favorite, and I wouldn't feel right not putting it on my list somewhere. Good pick, Jake. Yeah. All right, Terrence, man, you are up. Uh, it's getting thin here. I think I need to go action movie. This is tough. There's a lot of great 90s action movies, but when I think of like a great action movie, I gotta go with Mission Impossible. Mm. Tom Cruise Ballad. and Ving Rhames and that theme song. I know it's from the TV show, but it gets stuck in my head every time I hear it, and I love it. Um, and also, who doesn't want to hang from our wires and steal things from the government, right? Yeah. And it was Fast and the Furious before Fast and the Furious because there's 137 Mission Impossibles now. That's very true. And Tom Cruise does his own stunts for some crazy reason. But And before Jason Bourne and a lot yeah. of those spy thriller movies, that was the mm-hmm. first one in a while that really launched that. Uh, Eric? You are up, sir. So I have three comedies that I'm staring at, and I'm not sure which one to go with. Because one is one that that kind of hit right as 
everything was kind of peaking in high school and it just, it was there. The other two are a bit earlier in the nineties. I think for me, I have to go with Robin Hood men in tights. Great movie. Harry Ells. Dave Chappelle's in that movie. He's uh, right. He is. He's a sneeze. <laughs> mm-hmm. What is he? Hashu? No, that's his dad. Oh, <laughs> he's a sneeze, isn't he? I don't he, remember yeah. that. He's a, a sneeze, sneeze and a chew. Gesundheit. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Mel Brooks, baby. And I'm not sure how much of that film you can get away with nowadays, right? Like, not much. Such a good movie. Yeah, that's a uh, that was one of my favorite movies as a kid, and it was one of the I don't know how many Mel Brooks movies he made, but I don't know if he made a bunch in the '90s. That might have been one of his last movies that Mel Brooks is really behind the helm of. I think. Um. All right. Randy, you got two more. Uh, all right. Well, I think I might be the last person to not take a drama. So I'm going to take this movie. Um, when I Googled 90s movies in preparation, I spent hours preparing for this, by the way. I have done no work at all in like three weeks. So the company's doing horrible, but uh, my list is great. This was the number one movie on one of the lists. So you know it's good. Um, it's a movie that anytime you turn on the television, and it's on, you spend four hours watching it because of all the commercial breaks. Uh, and that is Goodfellas. Um, absolute classic movie. Um, you know, De Niro, Joe Pesci. Um, what am I, a clown? Am I a clown? Am I here to amuse you? Uh, Ray Liotta. Um, just absolute all-time mobster movie uh probably the best scorsese film that in my favorite scorsese film so that's that's my pick that is an unbelievable value pick for the sixth round to pick up goodfellas that's fantastic but but that's the thing with dramas there's so many good ones like there were three that you guys picked that were great that weren't even in my top seven and should have been so there's just, there's, with, with one drama, you could easily gone two dramas and, and it would have been, it's, it's a deep draft. So I'm actually going to go drama again for my wild card. Um, okay. That was close. And, and it's just, yeah, I'm, I'm so, I'm so <coughs> tight between an action. There's an action movie that I really want. I'm not going to take it. Uh, I hope it goes because it's a travesty if he doesn't, but I've got to pick this movie because it's probably my favorite movie in the 90s, and that is A Few Good Men. Um, absolute great Colonel Jessup, uh, you who ordered the Code Red. Um, just, I love that movie. Um, I could watch that movie a thousand times, um, A Few Good Men. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a good movie. And uh, one of those movies, another one that holds up, I think. Like, you can watch it today and be like, man, this is just a great film. That Jack Nicholson speech when, uh, you know, You Can't Handle the Truth was one of the all-timers. 
You want answers. Yep. All right. All right, that uh, brings it back to Eric. Uh, there's so much left on the board, so much left available, but this one, uh, I'm gonna use my wild card here. You know what? No, I'm not. I'm gonna go with, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, you know what? No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use my wild card, but I'm gonna go with something that wasn't on my wild card list. It's an action, so it's my wild card, card for an action. The fifth element. Mm. Mm. Uh, great movie with Bruce Willis and uh, Mila Jovovich. Jovovich. Um, Chris Tucker, Tucker. and Chris mm -hmm. Tucker is fantastic in, um, in that movie. I got the uh, fire, man. Gary Oldman's in that. It's 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 just and and to think that that story, um, the writer director of that film had got had outlined that story when he was like twelve years old. Um, it was Luke Besson, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. It's just, you know, just a great story. Uh, something that we really hadn't been to space uh, in a while. And in, as far as movies like this, and it was just fun. I always, I always get stuck that that's actually Gary Oldman, like, and how dressed up he is and how different he looks like men. Like, that and guy has who's the president of Earth? Devo. Devo. <laughs> <laughs> forgot about that yeah oh that's right <laughs> all right is he the president in idiocracy no it's no, that's, no, uh, that's terry cruz yeah. yeah close all right uh terrence you're up man all right i'm gonna get my animated film out here i'm surprised this one didn't go off the board but i guess it's a it's a whole new world and i'm gonna go with uh aladdin Ooh. Can I say, Terrence, I love how you're doing your picks. It's really adding a flair that is making this far more enjoyable. No, I, this is my favorite Disney movie of all time. From Rags the Rich and Street Rat to the penthouse. Um, I know, it's just something about that movie that always, I don't know, just I love it. And then also the songs too. Um, Prince Ali, Ali Abi, Ali Ababa. And then, um, of course, A Whole New World uh, is just quintessential Disney songs too as well. And then also without mentioning those, Robin Williams just as Genie, just given a performance almost of a lifetime. Just yeah. I, and don't watch the live action version of this one though either. So yeah, not Will Smith, not great. Yeah. Will Smith tries. He tries to be himself, but it's just not Robin Williams. So yeah. No, and that's that's the problem is Robin Williams set such a high bar. Like nobody was ever going to reach that. Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, and I think in the second Return of Jafar, he wasn't the genie and that didn't go over well. And then they did a third one and he came back for it because they're like, yeah, we made a horrible decision in not having <laughs> you back. And don't forget Gilbert Gottfried. Any movie with Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> amazing. He was a Yago, right? distinct yeah. voice was, in Hollywood yeah. history. <laughs> Good call. Um. Okay, yeah, I was shocked. I thought Aladdin would go off much, much sooner, um, especially once Toy Story and Lion King went off. I thought for sure that would be the next one. Um, uh, back to me, it looks like. So let's get started. Eric, you stole my wild card, so I'm a little miffed. Uh, Fifth Element was, if when I think of wild card, there's nothing more wild than that movie. Um, 
So that puts me in a bit of a pickle. Uh, I'm confident enough from the rest of my action movies that I don't think they're all going to get picked. So I'm going to pick another wild card movie that I have. Uh, and it's actually a sports movie. And it is probably, I'm not really into sports movies, but this one I think is just a great film. And that's Any Given Sunday with Al Pacino, um, Jamie, Jamie Foxx, Fox, and uh, uh, Dennis Quaid, mm -hmm. and uh, Cameron Diaz as the owner, and uh, James Woods before he went wild on Twitter. Um, <laughs> so I, I just think it's a, it's just an, I mean, it's a great sports movie, but it's just an awesome movie. And uh, anything with Pacino in it is really exciting. What category was that in, Jake? That's my wild card. That is, that is a great pick. That was going to be one of my themes that I was going to go with until I watched last week's episode and I saw how great Jeff was at this. And I was like, okay, I can't just have a, a, a driving theme at this because uh, I was going to go all 1999 movies. Like that year, it's just stacked. Mm. The great movies. Yeah. And the, Any Given Sunday was one of those movies. Yeah. I'm really beaming. I mean, it's just a great movie. Okay. <laughs> I can't say the rest because it gets really inappropriate, but no, yeah. quick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jeff, to you, man. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm definitely going wild card. Um, I had this movie in my drama section. Um, at a point in your life, when you become an adult, you can go see a scary movie and it doesn't really bother you. Scary movies just aren't scary because you know what's going on. Except I saw this movie. It was insanely upsetting. I got home that night. I turned off the light to go to bed. I turned the light right back on. I was still drinking back then. I grabbed a beer. I was really shaken by this movie. So um, it's David Fincher, arguably at his finest. Uh, this is a great wild card movie. Um, if you haven't seen it, you might want to not watch it because it's that upsetting. So um, <laughs> I think we all know I'm talking about Seven. It's a great movie. And... It'll wreck your day, and it is yeah. really it's it's filmmaking at its finest. Oh man, I am the opposite. I love watching that movie, even though I know how it's going to end every time. I love that movie. It is, oh, it is a great. No, movie. and I've seen it many times since then. But that first time that I saw it, man, that movie is just raw and jarring and upsetting. And What's you got Brad Pitt, box? Morgan Freeman, and it's so good. And and Kevin Spacey, say what you will about him, but he didn't want his name on the movie poster. So, I mean, you know, this is really before the internet was up and running like it is now. Nobody knew Kevin Spacey was in the movie. He, you know, he wasn't the big star then, but he was on the map. And so he shows up out of nowhere. Anyhow, that, that, that movie's heavy. So I'm going I remember uh, wild card. Even before I saw that film, somebody explained one of the, the scenes to me. And it, it was so upsetting, I had trouble sleeping. Like, they just said, this is what they found. And I'm like, that's terrifying. Thanks, I'm not going to sleep. Yeah, the movie's super intense, man. It's a, it's a great movie for all the wrong reasons. What's in the box? What's in the box? And isn't that Gwyneth Paltrow who's in <laughs> yes. the box, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you never see it. Never see what's in the oh, box. That's, that's, yeah. Oh, that's I true. think I remember hearing like if you freeze it at just the right moment, you get to see a 
like a one frame. It's a still shot of just her face, not yeah. of anything in the box. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's a one one frame shot of her face. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, Cameron, you've got your last two. Or last. Hey, Cam, just in an effort to, 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 to get yeah, you through this unscathed, you need one action and one wild card. <laughs> Come on. Um, thanks, buddy. Hey. Did he use All it? Right, oh, no, um, Fight Club was an action, right? Um, Fight, Fight so Club my action, action movie, and I, I was I was bummed that any given Sunday got picked because that was that was going to be my next one, but um, Tombstone. Tombstone yeah. is my action movie. Yes. If that movie, movie didn't get picked, yeah, we'd have to redo the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Solid, solid movie. Um, Val Kim Kilmer is such a badass in that movie. You know, he's suffering from all sorts of things, drinks himself, just stupid, and then goes out in a gunfight. Um, just a, a cool way to go down for sure. Um, but yeah, it's, it's historical. Um, I used to teach Arizona history um, in, in fourth grade, and that was- And you showed this? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He yeah. actually made the kids reenact it. All the kids he didn't <laughs> like were the Clantons. It was yeah, we went real. through a lot of catch up on that lesson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's my that's my last action. Um, in my wild card, I I, I kind of feel apologetic about this. Um, it, it should be on the list. It's an all time blockbuster movie. We all saw it, and then we pretended like we didn't like it. Um, Titanic. It's shocking that it took this long. Yeah. The, no, the top grossing movie of the 90s. Yeah, yeah. Of all time, the last until, round. Yeah. Not anymore. Avengers Endgame oh, took it. Well, but of the 90s, yeah. Yeah, of the 90s, yes. But yeah, there's, there's just no reason that that shouldn't be on the board um, in, in one shape or form. And I was kind of waiting for somebody else to take it so that I didn't have to act like I enjoyed the movie, but I enjoyed the movie. <laughs> well, it's where it belongs at the bottom. Oh, nice. I have a confession though. I've, I've never seen Titanic. Really? Here. It came, it came in two VHSs and I was like, that's too long yeah. of a movie. watching it. <laughs> I, I think it's like a three and a half hour movie, something like that. Just ridiculous amount of time. Yeah. But yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, I'm shocked it took this long. Uh, I had not seen it myself, but I assumed that the rest of you guys did and, and would have picked it earlier because of its, I mean, it's the biggest movie of the decade. And another um, one of those movies that you know how it's going to end and you're still into it and you're still excited up to the very end. So yeah, I enjoyed it. Cameron, Tombstone was a great pick. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically, I'm the leader in the clubhouse now, so I'll just put myself on mute and see who else is playing for second place. <laughs> That's right, pretty bold. Cam. Okay, all right. Jeff, you're up, man. Yeah, I will admit that uh, I'm wishing I had taken Tombstone and not Seven because Seven would have been there because Cameron wouldn't have taken that. He would have stuck with Titanic and he probably would have, I don't know, gone Groundhog Day or something like that. Um, not <laughs> that a bad was on movie, my list. <laughs> but, 
Anyhow, so all I've got left is action. Um, I really wanted Tombstone, and I really don't know what to pick. But in the interest of time, um, my head is telling me to take one, but my heart is telling me to take another one. I love this movie. We all love this movie. It's Point Break. You got to go <laughs> down, Bodie. Bodie, I'm an agent for the FBI. People die, Bodie. It is peak Keanu Reeves before he realized that he had a whole other life in John Wick. And Keanu Reeves, come to find out, is a wonderful man. And I have badmouthed him for years as being Hollywood's worst acting leading man. But I love this movie. It's got Patrick Swayze. It's, it's great. So um, my last pick, action. I'm going point break. I mean, I can't argue with that. That's a great pick. Um, did not see it coming, though. I didn't have that on my list. I don't know about the rest of you. I did not have that one on my list. But now that I hear it, I'm like, yeah, that should have been up there. Well, th there's one more action left to be taken, but uh, I'm curious to see what you take because it's almost certainly another one that's on my list here. Hmm. Okay. Well, it's me and... So I got to close out with action. And after the heavy hitters that went early, I think everything else just kind of fell into a similar group for me. And I would say that they're actually similar movies in some regard. Um, I could probably pick any one of them and they'd be a good pick. You know what? I'm going to go with Rush Hour, Chris I, Tucker, Jackie Chan. And even if I don't win, this will make my wife extremely happy that I picked this one because it's probably one of the all that matters. Yep. Uh, Chris Tucker might be on our list more than Tom Hanks. Yeah, he is killing there. it tonight. <laughs> but it's funny because it's always as the second guy. He's never the lead, but he makes every movie better because he's in it. Was hey, Jackie, Jackie Chan the first guy in that movie? What? Yeah. Jackie was Chan Jackie was... Chan was the first guy and Chris Tucker was, was the second? He was top. I believe so. I believe, oh. I believe he was. Because Jackie Chan has started making his uh, American debut with his like Kung Fu movies. And so like there's, um, well, Trouble, uh, Big Trouble, not Big Trouble, but I forget what it was. Rumble in the Bronx. Is the Rumble big, in the Bronx, yeah. This is like first big one in the States. And then I think from there, it's like, okay, let's get on this Jackie Chan experience. And then Rush Hour was just like this perfect combination. Well, and talk about doing your own stunts. I mean, say what you will about Tom Cruise. Rumble in the Bronx is unbelievable for a man mm -hmm. doing his own stunts. He jumps from one floor to another, from one building to another. That is some Bonkers. kind of scene. Yes. Yeah. Right, hey Jake, you sure you don't want to go deep impact? You can. We'll, we'll give you a redo. No, I don't, because I didn't like that movie. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I got to pick a movie I enjoy and deep impact. It's the it's the it's the lesser Armageddon, and Armageddon was still on the board. That's actually what I thought you were going to take was Armageddon. You know what? So. I thought about Armageddon, and uh, anybody else? I mean, I guess Eric or Randy can take it, but or Terrence. But I, I as far as like pure enjoyment. If I turned Rush Hour on today, I would be laughing and loving every minute of it. I don't know if I could say the thing about same about Armageddon. 
Yeah, I, I only brought it up because action's closed out. I guess I shouldn't have because there's some wild cards, but anyhow. I'll shut my mouth. Carry on. Uh, then it goes to Terrence. You're up, man. Your last pick. All right. So I think it's my wild card pick. Uh, I'm going to go with something a little bit different here. Uh, it's a musical, and it's hard. Get out. Uh, it's about four boys and censorship. It is South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut. Love this movie. I okay. probably shouldn't have saw it at the age that I saw at uh, 12 years old or 13 years old. Um, but when we talk about truly wild, I think this movie makes it. I don't know what musical you thought I had in mind, but it was probably not that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Best musical no. of the 90s right there. Yeah. I, and it lost but, the Oscar. Thanks a lot, Phil Collins. Yes, it did. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, another Damn. movie that came out in 1999 as well. Damn Baldwin. Yeah. What's the worst thing about being a Baldwin? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching that movie with my buddy John in high school, and we watched it because it was as it was as bad as you could be as far as going to a movie in high school because the constant swearing, Saddam Hussein, and I, I can't keep yeah. discussing it. But <laughs> you felt like you were almost committing a crime by watching that movie, and that feeling was a high that I'll never ever reach again is so, team america world police was that in the 90s also i think it's after I that, that i think it's early 2000 2001 or 2002 because yeah. that movie is insanely raunchy as well that's mm -hmm. that's in the same category if there's a pure raunch category those are the only two movies to even consider yeah that's a great that's a great wild card pick agreed Eric, man, your last pick. So I think I have an action left, correct? Because I used my wild Negative. card in the fifth element. Oh, that was your, uh, yeah, then yes, you do. I'm sorry. I had fifth element down as an action. It's tricky because there's some, there's, there's a couple cult classic action that I love. Um, but then there's just some solid ones. I think I have to go with a solid one here. Uh, you know, may he rest in peace. Uh, well, I can't say that if I can't remember the name. Um, but uh, too soon, huh? Yeah, gone too soon. <laughs> um, oh, I the fact that his name is escaping me is really irritating me at this point. Um, Sean Connery, action flick with uh, Nicolas Cage, The Rock. The Rock. <laughs> the Rock. Oh, Such pick. a fun, fun movie. Um. Yeah, just classic '90s action. You had the uh, you had the car chase through San Francisco. You've got explosions all over uh, Alcatraz Island. Can't get better than that. Agreed. Yeah, that's a fun movie, man. Jerry Bruckheimer. That's uh, that's right around when he purchased Nick Cage's soul somehow and <laughs> More owned that man. More explosions. Yeah. Everything that you want in a Nick Cage movie. It really was peak Cage. <laughs> Why am I not in that movie? <laughs> Ed Harris was in that, right? He was the bad guy. That was yeah. a good movie. Gosh, now I'm going to go watch it. Uh, Randy, you started us off and you're oh. finishing. Last pick, man. You know, when I did these two-hour-long mock drafts over and over to prepare for this, 
I had myself just closing out with Iron Giant to just take it, but Eric ruined that like an hour ago with a just solid pick. So fortunately, there are some good animators left. Um, the the movie I'm not going to pick, but I want to, is uh, Anastasia. That's actually one of my favorite movies because I remember seeing it with my grandma in the movie theaters. Um, and uh, I like that movie, but I'm not going to go with that. Um, I think that um, I also want to pick Batman Mask of the Phantasm, which is one of the best Batman movies, but I'm not going to pick that because I think what the, what the public wants, what dad bods thousands of thousands of fans want is for me to make the right choice here and to pick Beauty and the Beast. Um, that is uh... interchangeable with Aladdin for me. They're both really, really great movies. And it's the only animated to action movie live action movie of this list that wasn't garbage. It actually was a really good live action movie. I agree. Movie. Agreed. Yeah. Um, great movie. Um, that is the last pick of the draft. And, and, and on that note with our thousands of uh, watchers, our subscriber watch, we're at 70. So. Climbing up. Well, they watch, but they don't want to commit. Like they don't want to be subscribed. Cause that's like, you know. If they commit, they, they get a guy. rifle. Right, a diamond ring and a rifle. <laughs> from camera. So, I just well commit. Can can we do what? What's the best movie that wasn't picked on your guys' list? Boondock Saints. Just one. Jesus Boondock Ted. Saints was on mine. That was a nice Schindler's movie. List, Natural Born Killers, Casino, oh, Ace Ventura, The Silence uh, of the Lambs. Silence yeah, of the Lambs. Silence yeah. of the Lambs. Groundhog Day. There's something about Mary. Mm -hmm. Rounders. The Boys in the Hood. Jerry Maguire. Galaxy Quest. Hey, what about my girl? I was that? shocked it didn't go. I thought, I honestly thought that was at the top of my coming of age teen list. Well. Only right below. Uh, cool Runnings. And Confused. Cool Runnings. That's, that's right. The Mask. Boys in the Hood. Boys Ace in the Ventura. Hood. Yep. Boys in the Hood. Heat. Hook. I'm surprised that you guys said it. Like, maybe you guys are a little bit too older, but a goofy movie is like a quintessential animated movie, and it did not go off. The list. Blade. Oh, um, Blade, really? Yeah, yeah first Blade. Blade. <gasps> Billy 98. Madison. Uh, but, uh, I was shocked. Jeff or Randy didn't pick Clerks. Um, I thought, as far as yeah. coming of age teen or comedy, I'm not a big Clerks fan. I'm surprised Randy didn't take it too. I, that's one I would have penciled in. Definitely or so, swingers, you were taken all day long. I I would have said the same thing about clerks. Or Mallrats. I would have taken Mallrats. I think Mallrats is actually a better movie, but I think Clerks is a little bit more iconic. Speed. Uh, Empire Records. Speed. <laughs> I forgot about that. Gold. Uh, nobody. Nobody picked Pet Detective. No. He's been sure. I know. That's I almost picked it between Liar Liar and Ace Ventura and I mean picked it, so Eric, I thought you were gonna take JFK. Or yeah, I had that seconds. on my list. You know, I, and then I can't tell one if, drama. It's tough. I, I can't tell if Galaxy Quest is a great movie or if I just love it. You know what? I watched <laughs> it again. So I watched it again a couple months ago. Rain Wilson is in it, Dwight Schrute. I forgot right. about that. He's um, one of the aliens, right? To, yeah, Tony Shalhoub. Yeah. <laughs> uh and it's actually, it holds up. I mean, the, it's the, really good. The technology is not as good. I mean, it's 
it looks cheesy, but it's still hysterical. It's still I, I love the movie. way uh, the one guy, I forget his name, uh, the guy who's got the prosthetic thing on his head and it's yeah. just deteriorating as the movie goes on. So yeah. funny. And Tony Shalhoub's like, hey, there's something going on over here. And it's just there's like, just, there's yeah, this thing. This there's thing. A, <laughs> we got to do this thing. Isn't yeah. Alan Rickman in that movie? Alan Rickman. Yeah, Alan that's Rickman. who I was at. Late, great Sigourney, Alan Rickman. Sigourney Weaver. When I learned yeah. that she could be something other than Ripley, I'm like, oh, wow, she's actually really funny in this. Sam Rockwell. I have one job on this ship. Yeah. What's that? I have one job on this ship, and I'm going to do it. So, you know the one? Gal go ahead. No, go ahead, Jake. I was just going to say, Galaxy Quest is one of those movies where it's not on the top of any of my lists, but it's in wild card, it's in comedy, and it's in action. It's like it's one of those like utility players. It could kind of fit in anywhere, but that's why I don't think it got picked. I, uh. I wanted to take Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves only because I had also take Robin Hood, mm -hmm. Men in Tights. I felt like that would have been good. That would be the only reason to take Robin Hood, Prince I, of Thieves. <laughs> I love Prince of Thieves. That was a great film. I enjoyed it so much. I liked so, it too. Don't feel bad, so Eric. If you're watching WandaVision at all, which is the most popular downloaded show I, I i was thinking about the truman show which is almost like the yes. the manufactured version of 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 wanda and there's so many good movies that just wouldn't make the list on the the actual best movies but yeah it's i, I was worried about man there's a lot of people are all the good movies going to be gone we could have had 12 people and still had great lists so I 90s were Cam the best with movies i thought cameron was going to pick the truman show because i think you had mentioned it previously cameron yeah, I watched um, it a couple of years or weeks ago, and that was the yeah. first I'd ever seen it. And it was really cool. I'd never seen a movie like that before. So, yeah, I, I came very close to picking that on my wild card. But Titanic was, it was there. Couldn't, couldn't not take Titanic. Yeah. Well, you can't, you can't go back. So, yeah. just going to have to live with it. Hey, 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 Cameron, I'll tell you this. You did a lot better than the 80s, man. You, you've got a <laughs> solid list there. This was my and, wheelhouse, man. I was 7 I, to 17 in the 90s. I'll say this well, yeah, as well. It, or go ahead, Jeff. No, I was going to say, I was just going to commend Cameron for being able to make all of his picks this time. Yeah. It was close. <laughs> he needed, it was close. He needed some help, but we got there. <laughs> and I did twice the research in the 80s that I did in the 90s, but but I'm really happy with my picks. Like I said, Muscle had memory. I had the, the first two picks, I literally would have taken Dumb and Dumber and Forrest Gump as my one and two, so... That, if only uh, you worked in an industry where you use a tracker of some sort, that would have helped. Yeah, you. yeah, that would that would be crazy. As a I look track. at each of these lists, I could I could sit down and and watch each set of eight movies without a problem. Like there's yeah. not there's nothing on. And that's, that's what I was I was thinking as this was going along. I think in the '80s when we did the '80s, it was pretty clear that Jeff was in a league of his own, so to speak, league of her own. Another great '90s movie. Anyway. There you go. Yep. Um, but Tom I Hanks. think here, Tom Hanks, he can do it all, baby. Um, I think here, like you said, Eric, every single one of these lists, I, I can't pick a clear winner on my own. Like, I think I have a great list, but so does everyone else. And I think that's really cool, the parody that we all have. And speaking for myself, too, I, I've seen almost all of these movies, whereas in the, the 80s, I had to just kind of nod along to not upset Jeff that I haven't seen that movie. So. <laughs> yeah, 
I think I think my high school diploma is in jeopardy because I've never seen American History X because of the curb Ooh. stomp scene. Like I didn't I did not want to see it. So like I've shocking. never Yeah. Terrence, I've never seen shocking. it either. Yeah. I once once I heard about the the curb, I I'm out. And plus the whole what I had in my head what the movie was about, like eh, I don't want to see it. So it's really good. Just 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 don't watch the curb stomp scene. The rest of it is awesome. It's yeah. a great movie. I'm a, I almost almost tried swinging uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as a teenage coming of age movie as well. I was like, ah, maybe not. <laughs> I had it's it in on the my title. List. It's in the yeah, title. It's in the title. I know. I had Varsity right. Blues for one of my teenage coming of age movies yeah. too. That's a that that, that's a too. guilty pleasure. But yeah. I had that one below Mighty Ducks. I felt like Mighty Ducks was the better film over Varsity Blues. But Mighty Ducks two was better than the original. That's when they they played. They, they had to go play Iceland. That was a tough yeah. movie. That was hard. It's patriotic. It, it messed up the flying V. All right. So, um, all right. Before well, we go, Jake. Before we oh, go, yes, Jake. Sir. What was the musical that you thought I was gonna pick? I'm, I'm curious. Very curious. I was just anti-musical. Um, yeah. It's not anything <laughs> <That's> specifically. <laughs> so you just hate I, the genre. I just didn't want to hear about it. And so, but then you hit me with South Park and I'm like, oh yeah, that was actually a really good movie. Um, so anyway, nothing specific, man. Uh, but thank you everybody. Uh, thanks, Randy. Thanks, Terrence for, for joining us this week. It's, it was really awesome having both of you guys on. Uh, definitely yeah. made the show a lot more uh, competitive and it was, it was really entertaining. So, uh, and then thank you everyone who watched. And uh, again, this is Jake with Dadbot History. Uh, we got Eric, Cameron, Jeff on, and uh, we'll see you all next week. Make sure you guys like, subscribe, follow, and hit that notification bell.